0: Talk about. We that can talk one. about that I mean, I don't mind a little bit, but, right. yeah, don't we don't care. have. Yeah, I mean, you can
1: spoil it. There's only. nothing really in it. That's she shows her. Yeah, her butt. She died. Hopefully. Yeah, she does. That's uh what. Yeah, one of Hollywood's best weapons is uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson walking away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does that in this movie. She does a walking away scene. Looks back and winks. And it's
0: like is there like an explosion?
1: Yeah, right around her ass. It's just <sighs> no. Uh, there is. I was telling Ian the other day. There, there's a there's a there's video of her in the in the cat suit for the very first time off of iron man 2 and it's like john favreau and the rest of the uh staff like um the crew the, the the movie crew or whatever and they're all and it's it's a combination of men and women it's the entire fuck and then she's there and as she walks away everybody looks at her ass like it's not even a fuck it, like they don't even bother to try to be like they're just like oh and then yeah but anyway um, but they've they have kind of not made her less of a sex object. They're the like more great
2: the, performance. Yeah. Now turn around. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right,
0: right. Uh, but, Even um, the blind guy <laughs> double takes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right. He's got uh, his feelers
1: stick out. He like he like, turn, he like looks heads. over
2: his shoulder and trips. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: she was good. She was good in. Um, I was thinking about her filmography because she she's been in. She's a child star. Like she's been in. She was like in Home Alone three or some shit like that, back, like when she was a, a young girl, and uh, she was in The Prestige, and it was kind of like a, um, under not underrated, but like soft spoken kind of performance. It was kind of or, or I don't know.
2: Does she play like the mistress?
1: No, she she played the uh, the assistant. To the magician. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah okay. uh, Isn't that the same thing? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I thought, I guess, oh, yeah, I thought that, they, were,
2: they were banging.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe they were. I, I, don't, I don't remember. It's been a while. Since but, it's like the biggest
0: be. ongoing joke with any musician. Like, the assistant is always banging musician, Yeah, I mean, you know.
1: right. All right, so this is Mind Grenade, episode 265. We are your hosts. I'm Hector.
3: I'm Jason. Matt. Ian. Mind Grenade is a pop culture-based show that dives into TV, movies, music, comics, and a whole lot more. Were you
2: not listening to what Hector said?
3: It dives into comics, 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 and a whole lot more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, for all the listeners out there, we're, this is the comic book episode of the
2: of the podcast of Mind Grenade. Um, Hector has threatened pain and punishment on anyone who breaks the rules. Uh, yeah, it's all comic That's books. That's why I'm breaking it early and that. It's like, it's like an oppressive
1: regime in here. <laughs> <laughs> Dictator, dictatorship. Um, so, I, I just want to thanks. Uh, thanks. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thanks uh, for tuning into the show. We're going to um, be talking about a bunch of comic book related stuff, but specifically later in the show, we're going to talk about the series finale to Loki on Disney Plus. And uh, we're, it's going to be spoiler full. So uh, warning there. Um, if you don't want uh, a season finale ruined for you, uh, mm-hmm. you know, put this episode on hold and then come back once you've watched that. And I recommend you watch Loki because it's it was Pretty, pretty awesome. So um, I wanted to start out with, like, trending topics. And uh, um, one thing that me and Matt had talked about the other morning was the Deadpool reaction video to Free Guy. <laughs> have you guys seen that? I have not. Uh, I've, he- I've heard about it. I haven't watched it yet, though. It was pretty entertaining. Yeah,
2: yeah it was pretty entertaining.
1: I, well, before you get into it, it's probably going to end up being the best part of the Free Guy <laughs> the entirety of the whole experience because uh, it's, it's Deadpool... Um, reacting and it's not like it's not just Deadpool you yeah know? It's, it's Korg from the uh Voiced Thor Ragnarok oh. yeah and it's all fresh material it's like all new jokes it's not like they piece together parts from Korg and Thor and Deadpool from one of Ooh, his movies I'm looking forward to it yeah it's uh, but anyway Matt what are your thoughts right you,
2: for, you can tell that uh Taika Waititi had like 10 minutes in the studio because yeah. Korg is very like soft-spoken throughout the thing yeah but uh so, all I wanted to say was that when I gave my score for Free Guy, I just watched one trailer on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it was not the trailer that they watch in that video, mm. and, like, oh, man, I totally regret my score. <laughs> you rated it pretty high. Yeah, because the trailer I watched was pretty awesome, but the trailer in that Ryan Reynolds and Korg watch yeah. is, like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: and then also your theory that they're using this to kind of bring more well, attention yeah, to... Well, yeah, it seemed
2: like a real stretch, like... I just I fo- it's Fox, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like, "Oh shit, we got to use Ryan Reynolds one last time as Deadpool." Is he cuz is he Oh no, I guess it's all owned by Disney now. Right? Now yeah, it is, yeah. That
1: that that I think they make a joke in the little snippet there uh Deadpool says, uh, "This is like a fire sale kind of situation. It's the last remnants of what was there at Fox." Yeah.
2: It seemed like a um uh oh, we're not happy with this movie. So, remember that Ryan Reynolds was in Deadpool, guys? Do you remember? Yeah, you know, That's what pleaser. the vibe I Deadpool. got from the yeah. trailer. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Um, and, and for any uh, listeners that aren't familiar, we, we uh, last episode of the podcast, we did uh, our predictions for Rotten Tomatoes, and Free Guy was one of them. Free Guy drops August 13th. So, uh, I think I got the... Uh, our, yeah. Um,
3: Ian wasn't here, but yet he still got all the predictions wrong. (laughs) I figured
0: that. That one was my most risky, I think. Well, no, they were all risky. Risky? Um, What are you risking? Your virginity? Well, maybe. Okay. When Ryan Reynolds is involved,
1: everybody risks their virginity. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I gave it a 67 was my prediction. Ian predicted a 75. Jason a fifty six and Matt with a whopping ninety percent. Wow! And, uh, did, wait, man. I don't remember that ninety percent for free guy. Yeah, really? because
2: basically, based now. on all your guesses, that gives me almost all of the eighties too. <laughs> that's true.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, and Katie uh, uh, gave it a seventy four. Uh, Matt's
0: uh, man, better Katie half there. Screwed me over with that one. <laughs> she did the price of rice situation. Yeah, uh, yeah that's pretty good. Go with one um, percent.
1: So we'll have to wait till August or closer to. August to see what the Rotten Tomato scores uh, end up for that one. Um, but yeah, people should go back and uh, listen to that episode where we predicted uh, we did uh, The Suicide Squad, Free Guy, and Jungle Cruise. And Jungle Cruise, I'm, I'm curious to see what. I keep looking just to. Kind of a... I'm
2: pretty mm, sure that trailer is my least favorite movie of all time. I just got a morbid curiosity situation. The trailer
0: looks bad, but it's it's Disney and it's kind of OC on it. I mean, I don't know. I I have... (laughs) The Rock has not put out necessarily like a bad movie in a while. He it's sprinkles have, one in here and there. Yeah, what but was it's that? gonna have yeah. like the pull of like the families. Yeah, I mean kids. Right, right, right. People like well, the, yeah, it. but we're not, not talking about hate. who's gonna go see yes, it. We're exactly. talking about what the, the critics, critics are gonna say. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. But uh, the mouse is the overlord. They the have a whole the critics will
3: definitely see it. They'll go see it, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they have to, yeah. Their mm-hmm.
1: job. I wonder if they're, there's any critics who just like phoned it in, like didn't go watch the movie. Like I, I can't, I can't sit and watch that piece of crap. Let me just give it a <laughs> score. They just watch
3: the trailer, like Matt, and they're like, I know what I know what this is about. They're it's like, there was
2: on. a scene in this movie that was not good, <laughs> and then the next scene was there was a, a jungle and it was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: give it up. A B plus or whatever. Uh, I saw 78%. a monkey. Please don't
2: hurt me, Mister Mouse.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of the mouse, uh, Black Widow dropped uh, a week ago. We, uh, Jason, did you go watch it? I haven't seen it. No, yet. you haven't seen it yet. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. It was. Uh, I gave it like a a B minus. Um, when it, and then comparing it to um, the other MCU movies, it's uh, it's it's good but not great. So mm-hmm. uh, is it
2: like Falcon and the Winter
0: Soldier? <laughs>
1: Better, yeah. It's right above that, that 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 Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like a C, is that fair? Yeah, yeah, C minus, D plus, somewhere like that. Yeah, D plus, C minus, somewhere there. there. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't anything. And we'll get into that when we talk about the other Disney Plus show.
0: um, do we have the ratings? What we did the for that for that one for the rotten tomato scores like, for what, Black Widow? Yeah, I you? don't think we. I don't we think didn't. Do that. We didn't do it. Oh. No. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did yeah. you do that on
2: your have own? Have you yeah. been hopping timelines? Have, yeah. Ian? Yeah. I've been in the I
1: know you weren't too stoked for it in the first place. But that I, I think based
2: on all the trailers, that fell directly into the I will not pay for this movie, but I will watch it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I. I that's my recommendation: is to wait for it to stream. Like, you're not like disney's
0: doing like a three month lockout these yeah days? This, right three months okay that's not right. saying like 45 days it'll drop on uh i guess it's I, i'm days. not sure what yeah.
1: the window is of time yeah. I, I bet just, you
0: it'll depend on how much it's still pulling in the theaters. So. it
1: actually did pretty good in on <clears throat> streaming it was like 27 percent of the entire like how much money it made this past weekend okay. was from streaming like the premium thing mm-hmm. on Disney Plus.
3: It's I think it's it's
0: thirty big ones
3: to watch on yeah that's
2: right. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I mean it's not bad if you got you know like a family. If or you got a big group, right? It, but it
2: fucks over everyone who like <laughs> lives by themselves or mm-hmm. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah uh,
1: I, I, I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I watched it in the theater. But it's not one where I got to consider <coughs> recommending it. Like I, I got and when I'm considering. Uh, recommending it to people, I'd I'd say um, it's not Ragnarok where you have to go like you have to go watch this movie. It was so much fun. It, it did it did meet like I wanted espionage like at least injected. And you know how when Batman movies come out and he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective, and they don't they, they do and one he scene. His yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This this had enough of like uh, uh, espionage stuff. Uh, just kind of paying attention to that aspect of it which satisfied me in that respect but um but and then the action sequences were insane over the top like what you were like a like Like a a disney movie
2: it's weird that we can say that these days right (laughs) yeah Yeah. the explosions in that disney movie were awesome (laughs) yeah
1: well that's the thing uh going back to deadpool this deadpool 3 is gonna uh, they're trying to make it the first rated r disney movie and uh they they if they're gonna do a a Deadpool movie for Disney, like they have to make the exception. Like they've already kind mm-hmm. of uh, set the precedent with those movies being rated R. You um, uh, should do a rated R Mighty Ducks. Oh hell yeah! That'd be awesome
0: with uh, Howard the imagine? Duck showing up. Yeah, yep. <laughs> he would <laughs> be one of the mighty ones the whole time. That's why it's rated R. <laughs> he's, one. He's, one. <laughs> he's, one. he's just nude. The he whole has time. no pants on. That's why yeah. it's rated yeah, R. Yeah, it's he just just, he's Donald Ducking. Just, yeah, yeah, and the Disney the invented Howard. that.
1: Uh, it's it Winnie the Pooh also has. A, a oh, like, yeah, maybe he's just oh walking God. around with a shirt yeah. on and but no he's, pants. He's
0: so big you can't see anything. Ah, uh, okay, he's just uh, hanging down. Yeah. <laughs> Good old
2: Prime Minister of China, Winnie the Pooh. Uh huh.
0: No, great. Right now our oh, podcast yeah. will never make it. on <laughs> Oh, no, <laughs>
2: canceled. Uh, there goes the Eastern audience. Um, and then, um,
1: the other trending topic before we move on to crossing the streams was the what if. Marvel say. trailer thing, um, Matt. It brought up the last time we got together, the uh, Star Wars visions Did you end up watching that, Jason, or had you seen it when we brought it up before?
3: I <clears throat> I watched a little bit of like a, a thing on it, but I haven't. Yeah, seen it I don't think the it's a trailer. Film.
2: It's like a it's a trailer, but also a, what is this? Yes, but also yeah, also like, like, like hey, a, it's a presentation. It's kind of yeah. A, yeah. Um,
1: but the what if thing that just dropped recently is a full on trailer.
2: Speaking of Howard the Duck. Yeah, he is. <laughs> there's like That's a right. big Howard the Duck scene in the trailer. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So I have not really caught myself up. on Is this just one singular movie, or is this a show? It's like be an anthology. Series. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. And, and it'll be a series, I'm pretty sure.
2: I'm assuming it's just going to tie into the multiverse, but it's basically like a bunch of like single stories in different versions. Of yeah, it's yeah. kind of
0: fun. Yeah. Yeah. The the like comic that.
1: book, there's been a comic book uh I don't even know when it premiered, probably in the 70s. I remember when I got into comics, I, I remember seeing on the shelf, what if what if uh, Punisher was Ghost Rider, which actually I think is a real thing in the comics. And That's then, actually uh, pretty cool. Yeah, um, what if... That's uh, the thing with
2: comics. All the what ifs probably are in canon somewhere. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, some of them actually become um, real eventually. They're like, oh, that was a good idea yeah. at some like low level. Because it, it, it was kind of a tryout comic book, too, for up and coming writers and uh, artists and some every once in a while, somebody come up with a cool idea and then it just kind of take off or become part of the actual continuity. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a great idea. I, I and this is probably like the 15th time I brought it up on this podcast in the, uh, the lifetime of the podcast is uh, they should do this with star Wars. Like what if an empire strikes back? Um, Luke does go along with Vader and, like they take over you know uh, what do we call that uh they uh, get rid of the emperor and then just rule the universe between uh, you know two sith, sith lords um they'd still have to remain kind of evil because he does ask him to come to the dark they've side. already
2: did that though because the show the clone wars is what if the movie attack of the clones was a good movie
1: oh <laughs> nice yeah uh but they they should do like the the Star Wars universe is so big and vast that they could do a what if Star Wars yeah and so what if that if,
0: did happen though wouldn't mm-hmm. there be like complete imbalance and then they would have to spawn two extremely powerful like positive oh Jedi? Jesus
2: <laughs> Christ Ian <laughs> <laughs> I don't know <laughs> getting
1: super nerdy with the <laughs> if, if, if yes lo-
2: I I see your point
1: yeah but it's just an example of um,
2: see the thing the difference with Star Wars though is that Star Wars um. Well, like comics, especially Marvel comics, take place in like now. Yeah, yeah. But Star Wars is like millennia of history, so instead of like all the what if stuff, they could just do like what happened before the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what happened uh, before General Grievous was a robot, which I think they have done a comic on. Instead
3: of doing like with Luke joined. Now, if Luke joined Darth Vader, what would the next movie called like be? The Return of the Nepotism, or what? (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: It's like,
2: sweet. uh, you're um, only in is that it the return of the Mac. <laughs> <laughs> of yeah. the Mac. Yeah. I made everyone laugh at an Ian joke. Y'all uh, suck. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, I'm super excited. There's like, uh, there, there's like, what if uh, Peggy Carter became captain instead of Captain America, Captain Britain? Yeah, I saw or that. It, she would be that um, superhero. Uh, what else was there? There's there's a there's one where. There's a scene where Tony Stark gets the beginning of Iron, the original Iron Man movie where he, he's in the desert. There's an explosion. There's all kinds of commotion going on. And then suddenly, one of his, like, a, a rocket drops next to him and it has his name on Isn't it. Is that a scene, scene. from it, the movie? Yeah, yeah in the yeah. very yeah. beginning of the first movie. And instead of it going off, suddenly, um, the Hatemonger? What was that character's name? Uh, uh, Killmonger. Killmonger from Black Panther shows up. Grabs the missile and just throws it in the sky before it. And
2: plays. then they walk off like a buddy cop. Movie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so it's what if he was saved by Killmonger? The, uh, Killmonger. Um, and then there's another one where Black Panther becomes a Ravager, like the Guardians. Yeah, that I was. I knew there was a Guardians one. I couldn't think of what it was. And then the voice, the voice casting too, is a mix of some of the actors from the movies and voice actors that you know. I'm sure they didn't get Robert Downey Jr. to voice. Uh,
2: some of them were, though, right? Yeah, some of them were.
1: Like, um, the Black Panther one is voiced by, uh, uh, posthumously by... Um,
3: Chadwick Boseman? Yeah, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, he yeah. did all that recording. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay.
1: right before, yeah, he passed. Uh, so, and then that drops uh, August 11th on Disney+.
3: Re- Ian is raising his hand like it's second grade math class. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Disney. okay, cool.
1: That means, Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, the timekeeper. It means he has to take a poopy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a coach Ian, for that. Ian, already... you are not ex- excused. No, I already filled my drawers. <laughs> you already went. <laughs> you already went earlier. You wouldn't give him the hall pass. Yeah. So he passed.
3: <laughs> Something else. Oh no, not right. <laughs> Let's see Thank here. you, Jason. You're welcome.
1: All right, so um, we'll move on to our crossing the streams. And I am working on a little bumper, music bumper, to kind of um, initiate
2: the... We uh, could get JJ part. to do one for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crossing like the streams! <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> the same. Oh, guitars. That was a listen of... impossible callback for all oh, no. you fools. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to send him a soundbite. <laughs> um, all
1: right, so yeah, we'll do uh, an all-comic-book edition of Crossing the Streams. Well, you know, let's, let's, let's start with uh, Sweet Tooth, since... Uh, uh, Matt had recommended it uh, about a month ago when it dropped. And uh, he, obviously Matt's watched it all. Um, and Jason watched it all after the recommendation. And Ian, you've watched some of it, right? Or have you finished it? Uh, there's
0: two episodes left but I'm um, yeah. holding
1: out for a uh, kid. Is that back. a long, is it a, like, what, eight episodes or something eight, like it that? sounds or? about right. Yeah, like your typical right. length. Yeah. Are you
3: yeah. at the part where the kid eats the nerds? Or are you at the part where
0: the kid like eats all those gobstoppers? Uh, he's eating both. So. And oh, then he the turns into a blueberry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> and then they roll him out of the factory.
2: You thought it was an original story, didn't mm-hmm. you? <laughs> no, no. Uh,
0: he, that's part of the story.
1: Uh, the tagline
2: on the box is Willy Wonka with deer antlers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Uh, that's the thing is like the kid is, uh, really naive, but really sweet. hmm. <laughs> uh but also he does have a sweet tooth like he mm-hmm. he's can't like mm-hmm. you can like talk him into anything with is candy. he sweet
2: in the comic yes yeah okay. he's
1: like but he he's smart but he's naive mm. he just he's been like kept away he's on sheltered little, from yeah, the world yeah, right yeah. so but he keeps calling the adults out when they're like trying to pull one over on him. but at the same time yeah i mean if there
0: was a van he would get in. yeah that's right ask <laughs> jason yeah especially yeah. if just, there's candy yeah. yeah just ask oh, jason yeah
2: no, Jason's um, got a van. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um,
0: what are your guys' thoughts on the TV series? That's refreshing. I mean, I like it. It's you know uh, post apocalyptic, been kind of a fun twist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you usually don't see kids too much. It kind of reminds me of the was it what was the video game that was super hot? The, was it The Last of Us? When oh. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, kind of. Have you played that? I have not, but, oh, uh, but it's, only it's always like the yeah, you know, like the best game, whatever. But of it all kind time. of reminds me a little bit of that. Obviously, this is was written way before that game even came out, mm-hmm. but it's a refreshing take on it. I don't know. I like it.
2: Yeah, it's it like um, I was telling Hector. So the author actually has said I don't know if it's quite as strong as I'm going to say because I don't remember exactly what he said, but basically he likes the show more than he likes the book that he wrote. Because if you remember, like in the mid 2000s was like the grim apocalypse apocalypse where like everything from starting with The Walking Dead was right. just like this grim black apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I wrote Sweet Tooth before that. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm so tired of that, to see my own work spun in a much more positive light mm-hmm. just like puts a whole new life on it. Mm-hmm. So the comic book is much darker than, than it the is, show. Yeah. I haven't read it. The, the
1: artwork is very, um, he's very, uh, it's got a very particular style. It's real rough. And I was like, I, I haven't read a lot of Jeff Lemire. Um, I've been meaning to, cause he's a very kind of celebrated writer, kind of up and coming in the last, I don't know, 15 years or so. Uh He's the writer artist, so he does both. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of reminds me of like a Tarantino. He's a writer director. It's that That's kind a of situation. Of work. That's tough. It, I is know. A, it is a lot of work, but but then the vision kind of it probably wouldn't have been the same if it was. You would have gotten a different variation of what the pro, like the mm-hmm. end result was. But anyway, um, his artwork's real. It rem- like the way I wrapped my head around it intellectually was that. This artwork is what it would look like during an apocalypse if people actually were still making comic books. It's like, well, we're doing what we can. Uh, I put this together with some scrap paper and some uh, crayons, and you know, like it looks like a high schooler's notebook. It does, yeah. it does, but uh, but not
2: one in art class.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's deceptive in that way. It's it's really good so far. Like, I mean, the the narrative, like I. I'll read an issue and want to read the next one and and keep going. Are you talking
0: about like the weird kid that's writing on the desk and like Mm -hmm. some weird? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You? Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm impressed with what the show can pull off. I mean, if I was to go in and say, hey, I'm going to create a end of the world type show, but it's going to be sweet, innocent and fun. And oh, yeah, there's going to be anthropomorphic babies. You'd be like, are you sure you want to do this, Jason? Oh, yeah, it'll work. Okay. All right. Sure. But it works. It's amazing. So they did. They did it so well to pull all this together.
1: I think. I think that's part of the appeal too, because uh, I remember when Matt recommended it too, and I remember in the comic it was a thing uh, when it first came out. I was like, "Really? That looks so weird." And then people are like, "No, no, just get past that part." And then yeah, what the, the kid
2: actors decent? The kid actors mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this he's... is definitely no uh, episode one going on here. Yeah. Poor kid. <laughs> Kid that played Anakin in that
1: first
0: movie, and, like ruined oh. his whole
1: life. <laughs> yeah, fucking George Lucas.
0: So, who's the cutest anthropomorphic baby uh, in in the show?
2: Right, well, it's the Gopher at the yeah. zoo. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Yes, for sure. Oh, okay,
0: <laughs> they dress him up in the little clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't. I haven't watched any of it, so I, this is. Uh, well,
2: is he's it? in the comic. He's he's yeah. from the. Uh, illustrations i've seen he's okay. fairly disgusting looking in the comments yeah, yeah, some, <laughs> but you know. they made him really cute for the show okay they did yeah um
1: yeah i'm wondering i haven't looked into to see uh if they've talked about a second season or whatnot or if there's any room for a second season or if it wrapped up nicely with the with this first season or i, I don't know i know i know it's the robert downey jr his wife's um production company that like got this all together so
2: oh really um, yeah i was just thinking i haven't made this comparison before but i get kind of a stranger things vibe from it where okay. the the menacing stuff is super menacing mm-hmm. but the the characters are like fun and light okay yeah and know? that's a good description and it, of, it, it's yeah. totally that like 80s 90s nostalgia thing i think a little bit yeah yeah that's
1: a good description of uh, stranger things actually yeah uh, but uh, yeah um we can move on to Loki unless there's other streaming stuff, TV shows or movies you guys want to...
2: I'll shout out just in case I haven't shouted it out. Mm-hmm. Jeff Lemire has another comic called Descender. Um, is that him
1: as well? Yeah.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and actually, the it's kind of... A, I don't know if this is a plus or minus for him. The The storyline is very Sweet Tooth-esque. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I've only read this and watched Sweet Tooth, which makes him seem a little one-dimensional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's in the future. It's robots. Robots, But it's basically yeah. like a kid who's like isolated from the world trying to navigate this complex world or yeah. whatever. Um, it's far-flung future, though, right? Yeah. yeah. And it, he doesn't do the illustration. It's this beautiful watercolor. Yeah, yeah. That artist yeah. is pretty amazing. Um, but that's worth checking out if you like Sweet Tooth, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh uh Jason do you have anything
3: uh... my <clears throat> the the main thing I watched while I was off work w- is not based on a comic book but it oh, is no. it's based on old literature. It <laughs> uh, is based
2: on violence. Do you it's... have The Stick Hector? It's <laughs> no. it's
3: based on books but not comic
1: books. Oh boy. all right. <laughs>
3: so I watched uh, Hamlet? No, yeah, oh, sorry. No. Romeo uh, and Juliet. The books are pretty old. 1905 I think is when these books start come yeah, out. Oh you're you're born. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, God damn it, we're going to do this old <laughs> thing on this podcast, too? <laughs> All right. You've been uh, listening to listen impossible. Is, All right. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it's a, based on an f- old French character from starting in 1905, Arsene oh, Lupin. So, uh, he's the Gentleman Burglar, a very old, What's the name
1: of classic uh, Lupin.
3: Oh, yes, yes.
1: I think that is an illustrated thing, also.
2: An an illustrated actually, there was an okay. anime called Lupin the Third, mm-hmm. um, which is roughly based on the same character mm-hmm. okay so yeah it's it's he's an old
3: classic french character this mm-hmm. there's a series it's actually french so you mm-hmm. you would have you get you watch it either you to su- read subbed or dubbed whatever you would want to do mm-hmm. but i've watched part one and part two of it, everything that's what was put out and is really good I would say the dubstep
0: uh, version is my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> the dubstep, the dubstep step, version.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That one's <laughs> more... <laughs> that one's <laughs> more... <laughs> weep,
0: weep. That one's, is that, that all the dialogue?
3: That one's more fast-paced. Like, if you're used mm-hmm. to listening to, like, a podcast at, like, you know, two times speed or something like that, mm-hmm. that's the show version of that, the dubstep mm-hmm. version. <laughs> it's just really fast going through that. But the 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 show itself is not based on Arsene Lupin himself, the character, but it's based on a character who is heavily influenced and is a fan of that character. And it also has other characters in that show that are also influenced by this. So it's he's essentially it has become a gentleman burglar, mm-hmm. um, and he's motivated in this show by the fact that his dad died in prison, and he thinks it's a parent suicide, and he thinks that's not right. So he's investigating and, and going after things and people about trying to figure out why his dad really died and what was behind it and all that stuff without giving too much of the plot. So and there's a, a his dad got thrown in prison by stealing a necklace. Um, the necklace shows back up, and the show begins with him going after and stealing this necklace that belonged to, um, uh,
2: what's her name? God. Help me. The yes. Queen. Her ne- Santa Claus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like who her father worked for. Uh,
3: well, yeah, yeah, but the, um, uh, Antoinette, who's the necklace used to belong to. Oh, ah, Marie. Steve Antoinette. Yes, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, Steve Antoinette. So, uh, Anyway but he, yeah. he really likes cake so it follows this character who's basically uh, when they mean by gentleman burglar it means that he doesn't use weapons or he just uses very smart uh well thought out techniques and in illusions and disguises and okay. it's like that so kind of ocean 11 ish kind of mm-hmm. but better <laughs> it's really good <laughs> better
2: yeah. but uh, better wait yes. oceans 11 is fine the rest not so much. okay
1: uh it's uh this is okay and it's set it's like a time um period piece type of it's set, no
3: it's set modern it's oh it's set, set modern, modern. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah so yeah, yeah. it's, it's yes.
0: not that long i mean it's just a no few, no no yeah yeah it's just kind of uh,
3: like, i'm trying to think how many episodes uh
0: five it looks like it's like mm-hmm. there's a part one yeah. and part two
3: each one oh, i think has five or six five, yeah. episodes okay. yeah oh okay, yep. yeah okay um,
1: and so yeah really I'm omar I, omar c i think is the actor mm-hmm. here.
3: yeah, the yeah actor that's the he, guy that played
0: that's i mean he does such a good job in that mm-hmm. and they all like uh-huh,
2: steal, steal the diamonds mm-hmm. yep yeah
0: that's uh he is french as well yeah
1: mm-hmm. all right all right cool 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 yeah i've seen it trending and whatnot
3: it's on, on netflix, netflix. Right? yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. i feel like that's one of their better ones they put out recently i really enjoyed that one. okay i'd heard yeah i'd heard of the character before
3: it was one of those shows where you find yourself you try it out and then each episode leaves you on this fucking cliffhanger not not like a cliffhanger but like know, a point where you're like fuck i want to know what happens next Every episode did that, and I'm like, I got shit to
0: do. Stop doing this. <laughs> like, I can't watch the next episode right now. All right, I'll watch. The I think next it's second. a great show too. Um If you're on the fence of what to watch, with you know either somebody else or somebody mm-hmm. other, oh, it's a great okay. show to watch together. Yeah, I think
3: anybody could yeah. enjoy the show for sure. Yeah, I, I agree kind with that. Of an audience
1: base. Matt? So the, the the couples that the, that demographic. Yeah, yeah
3: it's did a you watch character. this, Katie, or, or did you watch this? <laughs> <laughs> did you watch this, Matt, or did Katie just watch? It? Katie watched. It. <laughs> okay, all seen, right. Okay. You haven't seen it. Are you gonna watch it?
2: I don't know. It's not quite my jam. We're trying to we're, yeah, we were okay. trying to replace Matt with Katie. Is that was yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, she might she might be able to with uh with this Rotten Tomatoes game. Yeah, she, if she wins. Yeah. I'm actually not even ironically. I I'm hoping she wins. <laughs> like the entire thing. Like uh, well, uh we don't have like a yeah, we don't get extra points for going dead on with the Rotten Tomatoes prediction. That's uh, the news. If
3: she game. wins, we need to get a recording of
1: her bragging about it. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, uh, at home with your phone um, <laughs> <a> recording <laughs> app, yeah, or whatever, yeah, have her just like, Woo, motherfucker <laughs> 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 Just like that. Um, uh, cool, cool. Some good recommendations. Uh, anything else before uh, maybe we move on to Loki? Um, I, do, I have a couple comics at the end of our Loki discussion, but um, you, any, anything else with the Loki or... Streaming recommendations?
0: No, I haven't really even watched anything else. Uh, okay. New. That's pretty much it. Cool.
1: Well, shit. I know something you've watched. Loki. Loki. Series finale. So moving forward, yeah, we are going to just fucking spoilers galore with this conversation. Um, I just watched it this morning. Uh, I wasn't expecting them to go full on Kang. Mm-hmm. uh that that was kang and they you, don't you, you know.
2: said that though didn't you because they cast yeah, the guy I mean, they were
1: going yes they were going that direction i didn't know they're going to do it with this series because they haven't even fucking like like alluded to him in the series up until the very until you meet him yeah so but i because I, they cast him in um ant-man and the wasp yeah uh but once I saw the actor I was like oh fuck that's him that's yep. that actor from um, That's exactly yeah. what I saw he- the actor I was like yep
2: <laughs> this is what hector said yep mm-hmm. that's, what hector, that's so, exactly what I think So in yeah. the comic books is his origin the same like he's and a man who's he- from a million impossible or uh, infinite universes mm-hmm. who were basically fought each other mm-hmm. until the ultimate It's like that uh, Jet Li movie Yeah the one the <laughs> one I <laughs> think was the <laughs> name <laughs> of that Yeah, yeah. that's exactly that premise yeah that's, that premise. Call, yeah. that's nope. totally that premise The one who remains
1: yeah. Um, the whole th- his his origin story is very kind of all over the place from the limited like I, I don't have a lot of like history with the character reading the comics uh, but I know that he's he like he says he has a bunch of different names that he goes by like there's and he brings up Conqueror and this and that one of his names is Immortus um, one of his names is also uh, Nathaniel Richards which uh, is like possibly a descendant of Reed Richards. Mm. Like, and, and part of, like, but since there's so many versions of him, then you don't know what the true, who the true one right, is, right. and like... Which variant he is. Yeah, so... So um, if,
3: if he's the one who remains, are the, all the other dead ones the ones who have
0: remains?
1: Ian? <laughs> uh, Ian.
2: <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, good. Yes. That is correct. So. All right, thank
0: you. Uh, if my the, calculations are correct.
2: Uh, let me <laughs> consult with my lawyer for a moment here.
1: <laughs> the... uh uh, I, this is the first time I've seen this actor because I haven't watched um, uh, Lovecraft Country. Is that the name? Ah, that's where yeah. I recognized yeah.
2: him from. He's very captivating. Well, I, I thought he was fun. Scene. Yeah, he yeah. was a fun villain. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: his his mannerisms nail kind of like the, the super genius, nerdy yeah. vil- villain, which is a mm-hmm. nice take on, you know, lately it's kind of been in the Marvel universe, yeah. more of kind of like the overarching, mm-hmm. like, just raw power, right? Right, Thanos. You know. and, yep. yep. so yeah. it's kind of refreshing to go a different route.
1: Yeah, or uh, Hela from uh, the Thor Ragnarok, just like look how powerful I am. I'm just going right. to completely just kick everybody's ass. And this is more kind of cerebral. because
2: mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, there's that part where.
1: Uh, well, I would say Loki, it's cerebral
2: now, but now yeah. at the end maybe it's different.
1: Well, I, I just like that he. Uh, you got the two Lokis, and then. Uh, Kang and then they're debating whether or not what he's saying is true or not Mm -hmm. and it's like oh boy that sounds like it's true but he's definitely lying about a bunch of shit so it's like just a mind F uh, throughout that whole scene there I I really like I really liked when he hit the whatever that threshold when he like realizes that oh shit like I finally don't know what's gonna happen like that was very very cool
0: um also the last scene where he's like see you soon yeah yeah it's very (laughs) menacing yeah
2: well so i'm wondering the next time he shows up if he's going to be portrayed entirely differently Mm -hmm. because the whole idea is like yeah yeah, the one that we saw was like the benevolent Mm -hmm. clown Mm -hmm. but like there's like the warlord Mm -hmm. or whatever is the one we're supposed to be worried about yeah. yeah um pretty cool idea man
1: um this whole kind of multiversal stuff yeah it could
2: potentially kind of get away from them oh you it's you. already gotten away from <laughs> them yeah i so i like i enjoy time travel but i can't enjoy time travel unless it's done in a logically consistent mm-hmm. manner and mm-hmm. they just like took a big old dump on that which never enjoy is joy the ride I can't, I can't ride. with time travel that's, <laughs> what I'm, that's what i'm telling you like, here's something Matthew? every time someone gets pruned right they they go to the end of the world or whatever mm-hmm. But when you get there, there's a, there's a time. Like, oh, these Lokis have been here longer. Mm-hmm. But everyone would be teleported at the exact same moment. So everyone would appear instantly. Mm. Like that kind of stuff, my brain just can't not think no, no, no. about. Well,
3: they're saying the end of time is
2: also constantly moving. And that's the why they refer to the threshold that it's moving towards. Well, it's moving towards an end point. Right. But they're saying we, when we prune everyone, we just send them to this point in time. But it's and also
3: moving forward in time, the end of time. Because no, the, the end of the time is moving. The end of time, time is a time point is moving. In time. The end of time is moving. That's not the what they're time, saying. Right? I, I, no. I'm kind
2: of like... They're saying there's a hard end of time. But the end of time they're sending to, you're not at the end. They're just towards the end but of you're, time. You're right before the end. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like, it's but, like a weird thing in time travel where when you send someone to the future, there doesn't have to be time in... The, Everyone would just get sent to the same fucking mm-hmm. point and they would all just appear at the same time. Okay. Even if one got right. sent in 0 BC and one got sent oh, in the year 2000, right, they right, would right. arrive at the exact moment. And then that REM song's playing. <laughs> and also, here's the other thing about that that kind of drove me crazy yeah. is why is it only Loki in the future? There should be infinite Iron Mans and Hulks right, and right, right. Thanases yeah, yeah, yeah. and like yeah, well, everyone should be there. Did they get eaten by the cloud monster? So only Loki's incapable of being eaten by the cloud monster? I guess so. I, I like that they... Uh, Reference that Oliath or whatever that character yeah. is. yeah, Because like Hulk would probably just jump right at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he would... You're telling me in all the infinite no, trimmed no, no. universes that not a single Hulk would arrive at the same moment that Loki did?
0: Unless by design from uh, the... The time dick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time time dick, yes. Yeah, so that's what <laughs> that, we refer to him as now. Those... If they did show up there, they were taken out by Elias or maybe he did something to prevent them from, you know...
1: I kind of look at it like a a hamster wheel kind of situation. It's just kind of there at the end of time. And in yeah. the end of like, you're just looking past like, uh, uh, I don't know, like, uh, a waterfall. Like you're, you're at the edge of a waterfall, but you're not going over. And then going over is the absence yeah. at the end. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm trying to like,
3: I definitely know what you're saying, Matt. It's just time travel shit in general. It's just so <laughs>
1: shaky.
2: We, you know, I, I see, I just enjoy like good logically in- internally consistent time travel, and this show was like, man, we're not going to do that.
3: Mm-hmm. No, no, hardly any <laughs> shows
2: do oh, that. What are you
1: talking uh, about? You know, you know what I did like though at the beginning of this episode where like they uh, the, they they show kind of the timeline and the universe and like a mo- like mo- like a couple different universes right next to each other. Kinda, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. not sure what's going on there, but I like that. Like you could hear. Uh, lines from uh, the different Marvel movies, kind of, and then yeah, uh, I like that the cosmology, I guess, or the topography of the realities is kind of what they're giving us a glimpse of, which I thought was very interesting. Um, so
2: Hector, here I've been reading Black Science. Yeah, 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 yeah. Krang's origin story uh, is okay. Black Science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's so. his name, right, Krang. Or that's, Kang. Yeah, I know. Krang is Ninja Turtles. Don't, <laughs> dude, don't look at me dude. like that, Jason. If a, if a Kang it's variant showed up and yeah. it was
3: Krang, he's like, ah, Shredder! I'd be like, oh, sweet! But, yeah.
2: Here's another comic shout-out. Black science is great, and yeah, yeah. Kang's origin story is black science. It's what if one man created a dimensional portal, and in the process, his doppelganger in every possible reality also created that device, and then went and fucked up the whole multiverse. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, The, the, the guy... At the center of black science is uh or at least the initial version of the character is kind of benevolent, benevolent
2: or He's trying to save the world. Yeah. You know, and but he basically ruins the multiverse. Yeah, right. Yeah. So
1: he has good intentions but it just gets away from him, yeah. Uh uh, what what else uh, guys want to so
0: yeah. Uh hope to see him, you know, in 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 season two. Yeah, and yeah, more stuff. I thought it was he was so refreshing mm-hmm. in the series. I mm-hmm. mean he, he nailed that character. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice to see him kind of come back. Yeah.
2: So my question is, what happened at the end?
0: Yeah. Did she push our
1: Loki
2: into a different like where version? is where is Loki at the end? That's what I yeah because they because uh, Owen so oh, a
0: different dimension. Well, she put pushed... he's in a different timeline. Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, it, they got, everything got screwed up when she killed uh, Kang. But if um, there's a
2: TVA where he went, yeah, there yes. should only be one timeline. Well,
0: no, because there's all yeah, TVAs. but she
2: he,
1: uh sylvie kicks him into uh the tva
2: prior to her killing kang but i guess they're but by her killing kang she opened up the multiverse right yeah. so who knows where he landed but di- my question is did the the so at the end he's at the tva and there's a statue of kang yeah so when when the when the multiverse opened did one kang emerge victorious again and set up another well, that's, TVA. Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. If she they literally changed history, but it's still one know. timeline now. It's just a totally different timeline. Because yeah, because it was just branching when he arrives, right? So like the new Kang trimmed the old timeline, and now we're on an I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. this is like the mess they've so, created. So okay,
0: but is this not possible, right? So <laughs> there is one singular timeline, mm-hmm. but there's there, still there was okay. Wait, so, wait, wait, hold on, this is multiple dimensions <laughs> all stacked mm-hmm. on this one timeline. Right, right. As long as the one timelines aren't diverging off into the others, mm-hmm. or if they do, they prune off those roots from there, they can coexist in that timeline. But now that he is gone, then then they're now like, that's how the Kangs are to come to fight and try and take over is because now that the timelines longer there, the TBAs were still existed in their own timeline. But now with, with the second,
3: the singular timeline you're seeing is the second singular timeline, right? Because there was multiple timelines and there was a war, with the multiple universes. And then, and then whoever won that king trimmed it down to his timeline, right? To the timeline he wanted. So if you created multiple kings again, then you're reinitiating that war. Whatever one won went back and trimmed it back into a single timeline right, again. So it's just
2: re trimmed again.
3: Yeah. So now you're in a single timeline, mm-hmm. but it's not the same one again. I've gone so cross eyed.
2: Yeah, it's, they've they've really crossed the street. And then here. so here's oh, the no. thing I think about. I think about this all the time. My mom in 19-whatever or mm-hmm. 2000 watched The Matrix.
1: Oh, yeah. To wow. this day,
2: she does not understand The Matrix. Yeah. Like, this is a lot for a lot of people. Yeah yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then, like, a portal opened up, and then the technodrome rolled through. <laughs> and, and, and then there was foot soldiers and rock <laughs> shoulders. And, yeah.
2: So Ian, I get your point that there's multiple dimensions, but that's like a misnomer because each dimension is a timeline. It's just where we're, looking, where we're observing it is the dimension. Yes. So if you trim the, the, the branch or whatever, it's gone. But if you let the branch form again, it's going to reform exactly like it was because of the concept of infinity.
0: Mm. Yes, but, but it, like if you're going back in time before that timeline is pruned, Theoretically, it's still there, right? Well, it, it will just
2: reemerge the second you unprune it,
0: right? But yeah, like it's still existing. So, like, they she probably sent him back to a different mm-hmm. timeline. I guess before the pruning happened, I don't know. That's kind yeah. of where the it's, it's just—it's yeah.
2: like they don't want you to think about it. Uh, <laughs> and then they, somewhere along, the long infinity gets stoned. You know, there's <laughs> like a, a room full of like comic book nerds yeah. at Disney <laughs> that are just like in like a full-on fist fight, right? I now. really hope <laughs> no <laughs> female Loki is Loki.
3: It's Sylvie. are they fighting each other like that or are they slapping are they just like nutting
2: each
0: other (laughs) do you think that they actually brought in some like physicists to oh boy i don't think think, uh
2: at some point in maybe the there was a physicist who or someone read the writings of a physicist they
1: probably yeah they probably had somebody tell them their thoughts and then they're like okay yeah we're gonna go our way like that's too much um
0: like, I, I, like I think touched a physicist on the face, and they're like, like "Ooh, he has wrinkles just like me."
1: <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling they just wanted to open up the multiverse, then yeah. they didn't care yeah. how they were going to go they're about like, it.
0: How are we going to get the Fantastic yeah. Four back in this to Instead make more they, cause money? Because they can now, because there's
1: yeah. uh, one of these multiverses, it you know has has the Fox characters, that, right? Yeah, or, I, or Spider, or Miles Morales, and yeah. Mm-hmm
2: they're trapped in an escalation like the the Mm -hmm. marvel has trapped themselves in an escalation Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. went from like thanos who was just a guy to the literal end of time Mm -hmm. like the the guy at the end of time like nothing fucking matters that Mm -hmm. was the point with like the infinity stones in a drawer yeah like i don't know yeah and then they made captain marvel who's like Incredibly powerful, right. which means they had to escalate past Thanos, and like mm-hmm. they're just like on a trajectory to mm-hmm. more and more confusing storylines. I guess
1: um, I'm wondering. Uh, this
2: is kind of getting. It's off like power it. inflation. Yeah, well, well in video games, power yeah. power creep is the term they use. Mm-hmm.
0: In just video wait games. till
3: the new Ant Man and Wasp movie, and then we introduce the quantum realm
2: into this whole thing. Well, and that's the thing, like, what does Iron Man even matter anymore?
0: (laughs) He doesn't. Well, he's dead. He is dead, but like... He's a baby back bitch. Like, none of the
2: Avengers matter anymore. They matter to me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah. Uh, You know, and this is kind of coming off of Loki, but um, the the Eternals, um, like, that's a whole like uh, scale of power as well, and uh, kind of a side note on a side note, that might end up being the, like, what if that's the fumble with Marvel? Like, I'm sure it'll make plenty of money. I'm just saying, like, what if, like, they've reached too far? That movie? Yeah. they reach reached too far and it turns out to be super boring or something, like, not good. Like, trust, like I said, trust me, it'll make plenty of fucking money. I'm just saying, critically, what if it's, like, a 30 or some shit like that, yeah. you know? Or 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 it has like a sixty five percent of Rotten Tomatoes with the critics, but like a thirty with the audience. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that that's the one where I'm like, and and at this point, this Marvel MCU, they would get a pass because they've done pretty well so far with twenty odd some odd movies. But yeah, I'm I'm wondering if that one will end up being the the dud.
3: Yeah, and who would have known that the Starks are part of the Eternals?
1: Oh, the how not Howard Stark, but uh, <laughs> the um yeah the what well, i don't know well,
3: it was john snow the he Jon grew snow up and, yeah uh, he grew up with the starks and then also uh the older or the stark that becomes the king what is his name the older stark boy brandon brand?
1: yeah there you go yeah he's in it too see yeah if i knew <laughs> that. brand the builder
3: not that no 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 not that one The the one that actually becomes the after his dad dies
0: mm. ned no mm-hmm. uh that is the oh yeah. the
2: young wolf i don't remember his name yeah no. anyway yeah. that joke was totally red was wedding out. yeah uh so uh so here's the question yeah. so in the original i guess we would call it phase one or phase mm-hmm. one through three or i don't even know right how yeah because this is the fourth phase. okay yeah. so yeah they they started with uh loki as the bad guy and then that morphed slowly into thanos maybe being the bad guy and then he was the bad guy Mm -hmm. so is this new guy really the bad guy yeah
1: i don't know if they're gonna focus on one true like i don't know i I think
2: or did they just introduce like the villain for doctor strange right it's not like the so does the
0: end of this have to be somebody goes back in time to then prevent lady loki from killing and then they become Right, the time. but then no, nothing ever
2: happens. It, like, it just doesn't make any sense anymore. What if you're the bad guy, Matt? Because you're poo-pooing all the whole time. <laughs> oh. like,
1: it hurts my brain. Matt's the overarching villain to all <laughs> the MCU. He's He's like, how do we stop him?
2: <laughs> this is so dumb. He's ruining it all. So dumb. Anyway, Loki, 9.5 out of 10, would recommend.
1: Uh, well, what are our rankings on uh, the Disney Plus show so far? i probably put this one at number one. And yeah, put, for sure. Um, this is number one. WandaVision at number two and... Uh,
2: this Falcon is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, this is an. I'm going to preemptively put Falcon and the Winter Soldier at four because I know whatever's <laughs> next is still going to be better. Now, what yeah. What
0: if? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? So what if Falcon and the Winter Soldier were good? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no. I'm <laughs> just saying not, it doesn't
2: that. deserve the three spot, even though there's only three shows, because no. whatever's next is going to get mm-hmm. it's going to go above yeah. it. Yeah.
1: You heard it here. Oh, and uh, I know What If is technically the next one, but um, uh, fuck, there was a um. The, the Hawkeye TV show. I'm wondering oh, what yeah, Matt will next. think about that once that comes out.
2: I don't oh, think i will
3: yeah. like it. Uh-oh, Matt. <laughs> I don't think Guess who's, who's coming what? up next? A it's whole your, show
2: of Jeremy Renner. It's your
3: favorite actor. Now what do you have to say for your America's prediction?
2: sweetheart. <laughs> you love Jeremy Renner. Jeremy fucking
3: Renner. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know
2: he had such a distaste for him. <laughs> I just oh, don't uh, like him. I,
1: I don't think anybody really, truly loves he's Jeremy He's like Renner. one of those
2: guys that thinks he's the bomb, but mm-hmm. nobody actually likes him. Mm-hmm. But like just the sheer force of him thinking he's the bomb yeah, has has gotten him success there, yeah, yeah. somehow,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure when that comes out. There was a there was a tease to that series in uh, spoiler. I never liked Hawkeye spoiler, in, Black, in like the Black whole Widow. thing. No, yeah. we did I MCU. don't
2: know why they put him into the MCU. Mm-hmm. Is there a huge he, like no, Hawkeye? No, there following?
1: there is. Yeah, there is kind of a cult following of the character. The, the The character you see in the movies isn't quite the character you get in the. The way we get great versions of Captain America and Thor and um, Iron Man in the movies, we're getting like a, a, a kind of a a copy of a copy of a copy of Hawkeye from the comics to the movies. So, And then you, on top of that, you have Jeremy Renner, who doesn't have any charisma. So, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. But, um, yeah uh matt calls him jeremy ruiner oh, oh
3: nice because he
2: ruined my life
1: <laughs> um all right so uh we'll jump off of loki there unless anybody had anything else with the loki series it was uh, great
2: but yeah. confusing and i'm kind of upset about it but i probably watch it a <laughs> second time
0: yeah there was a lot of fun would you stuff rewatch it, it? Or i you think
2: get- i would I Are don't. you going to see a therapist in between maybe you watching maybe it? Maybe it'll, it'll make more sense.
0: No, it's just going to make you more mad. I <laughs> probably will,
3: <laughs> yeah. Dude, don't do it. You're
0: just going to flip your table over here,
1: <laughs> Turn into the Hulk.
3: Just, uh, do that deep fake t- technology and put Jeremy Renner's face over top of Tom Hiddleston's and it'll make it better for Just you. all their
0: faces. <laughs> just, all, yeah. just all
3: Jeremy Renner the whole... <laughs>
2: Can we deep deepfake the, multiverse the first of Avengers Renner. movie and it's all Jeremy Renner's? <laughs> oh,
1: man, that's rough. Uh... All right. Yeah, they do the kind of the uh, around the whole team kind of camera angle <laughs> yeah. thing with all. all <laughs> I the bet his thing. ass
2: would still look great. Yeah. Right. As Scarlet. Yeah, right. Jeremy Renner is Jeremy Renner battling the forces of <laughs> Jeremy Renner. Guest <laughs> um, starring
1: Jimmy, Jeremy
3: Renner. It's
2: like coming this summer. Jeremy Renner, the Renner round.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Uh, I could see them like yeah, kind of like a, a Nicolas Cage style kind of situation. He does some crazy fucking movie. Um, How
2: great do you think a, a what's that John Malkovich movie? Yeah, yeah, that's would what be with thinking, all Nicolas yeah. Cages. Yeah,
1: but like Nicholas Cage because that was a that was a very kind of experimental style movie, but. All the movies Nicolas Cage is making now is kind of like that. Yeah. They're just insane swinging, uh, swings uh, to the fence, you know, taboo situation. Um,
3: Nicolas Cage has gone up against a lot of people in his movies. Has he ever been in a cage? Has he ever been put in a
0: cage by his villain? Uh,
2: his face was in a cage when they put the bees in there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <Okay>. I was <laughs> like, is that too derivative to I, put I, Nicolas Cage in a cage in a movie? Despite
0: all of his rage, he's never been in a
1: cage. <laughs> all right all right moving on <laughs> shut it down it's done all <laughs> right so that's our uh thoughts on loki uh, the disney plus series and yeah I, this one would be one I, I out of the three that i would watch again uh just because each episode had uh really good like um speech like scenes talky scenes i guess is how i'll put it uh i'm very good with um um, words, uh, but uh, but also good action sequences, like yeah. the action sequence with uh, the Sylvie and Loki there towards the end mm-hmm. where he was trying to keep
2: her, yeah, that, that was pretty, pretty fun. Oh yeah, we
0: didn't even talk about them making out with themselves.
2: Oh yeah. I mean we talked about that last episode. Yeah, I it's, predi- fucking, I predicted it's fucking that. weird. Okay. <laughs> I basically predicted that Loki masturbation. It's fucking weird. And I have yeah. declared it uh, not only weird, but incestuous. Incestuous, yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. is
0: it though? I mean, they're yeah. the same person. But yeah, exactly. The, it's like giving yourself a little rub the and problem I mean, with inc- <laughs>
2: the problem with incest is the genetics are too close. So mm-hmm. if they're the same person, the only thing a-
3: that could be worse is <laughs> one of the Loki's just fuck the alligator. That's the only way it could be worse. Oh by the God. way, by yeah. the way, speaking of the fucking the alligator, the, uh, <laughs> the the when I first saw that, you know what it reminded me of? This is absolutely absurd. That that well, the first thing I thought of when I saw Loki alligator was. Do you remember I was uh, I was like, Osh-Gosh-Bagosh? Osh, mm-hmm. you remember the Osh-Gosh-Bagosh yeah. stuff when your kid's mm-hmm. got the alligator on it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck did I think that? I have no idea. I don't either. A big dummy. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good conclusion to come to. Let's move on.
1: <laughs> uh, speaking of reptiles, I'm going to talk about some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, so uh, I brought this up on the last podcast. I teased it a little bit. Uh, Turtles have been around since eighty six, eighty four, eighty six. The comic like book. That, yeah. I think the I think the comic book eighty four. The, the TV series was eighty six, and uh,
0: the Sunday's been since around right. long as well. What's what the Sunday, Turtle Sunday's been around. Since oh,
1: since so a lot longer. No, that predates the Sunday. Sunday, the Sunday, Turtle. Um, round. Yeah, nineteen eighty four. Uh, since nineteen eighty four, they've had four different publishers with different iterations and different continuities um, Eastman and Laird were the creators, mm-hmm. um, there was also a comic strip, um, the most current iteration, uh, in the comics is from IDW Comics, and, um, they've had, let's see, um, I- I'm just kind of going an overview of the Turtles franchise, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated series, there was, there's been four of them, the 87 one, oh, okay, 87 was when the animated series where they had all the different colored, uh, bandanas, mm-hmm. um, uh, and that's the one that most people like refer to, you know, that's the OG version of uh, the Turtles. Um, uh, 87, 1987, with 10 seasons. That series went on for 10 fucking seasons. Um, there's a 2003 uh, animated series that went on for 7 seasons.
2: Was that the TNMT? Um, boy, I'm not too the familiar. Mo- that was the animated movie, right? There, yeah, there,
1: there's an animated movie uh, that it was a one-off cgi movie called which yeah which i enjoyed um let's see the 2012 uh animated series went on for five seasons and that one is uh, kind of a, a darling with a lot of like people uh, really refer to that one i don't know that one that, that I've well. i've seen some of it yeah and then there's a current one a 28 that started in 2018 that's uh on two seasons so far okay so we have all that we have all the toys we have the film series, uh, the 1990 film series. Uh, there's a trilogy of that. You've um, still been talking about even the best
0: thing. 1999. Oh no release of arcade favorite. Yeah, yeah,
1: Teenage. No, no, no I hadn't gotten there yet. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah yeah oh, yeah Okay, <laughs> oh, I love okay so um, the, uh, the version that um, for me was the, 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 the version my version of it of the Turtles is the 1990 movie. Uh that one to me is uh just like that's the uh, live action one. The li- the first live action one with yeah. Jim, was Jim Henson. Yeah. Jim Henson uh did the uh the animatronics and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were
3: going to say the next mutation.
1: No, that was like one of them cheapo kind of mm-hmm. versions. They had of the movie the yeah. female turtle in it. Yeah, they've they had-, had different female like they always want to add a female one. There's no yeah. ladies
2: in my turtles. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: a sexist turtles. But- um Anyway, no, uh, uh, and then uh, there was a 2014 Michael Bay uh, that wasn't a trilogy; that was two movies. Mm-hmm. Um, where they looked all giant and weird, and like there's kind God, of off-putting. Basically different, yeah. Do those? What? You're oh, not he produced
0: familiar? them. I didn't ever watch those. Uh, yeah.
1: uh the CGI, the CGI was really off-putting, and they were ginormous, kind of like hulking-looking turtles, and especially Raphael. That dude, yeah. Oh my God, a lot of creatine yeah yeah uh and then like i said the cgi one-off that came out i forget what year that came out i want to say like 2008 or 9. um the turtles video games uh so there was the original arcade game i remember at the mall here in town when that was in the arcade there at the white oaks mall uh, where it had the four because at that time like a four-player arcade game was like a novelty it was yeah. brand new it was I mean, fucking co-op
0: cool. four-player yeah dude new. it was yeah. it was
1: great um
0: maybe like lines in front of that show. yeah
1: it was legitimately uh, uh, legitimately a fun game yeah. as well um, and then also the dozens of console games so uh the reason i went down the whole thing was because like there's so many iterations and for uh for me, you know, growing up with it as a kid, the cartoon and those movies were like uh, the nostalgias, like super strong. Uh, uh, the IDW IDW comic that's out now that uh, started at around 2011. I, I'm I'm reading now. I read some of it like 2000. When was it like 2013 or somewhere in there? I read some of it, and what I read was a miniseries called The Secret. Uh, secret origin of the Foot Clan or something like that and it went like the feudal Japan and uh, there's like all this mysticism and stuff going on with the Shredder and the Foot Clan and just recently I started, I just went to the very beginning uh, I watched some YouTube videos of the creators and Eastman and Le- or one of them uh, that uh, is involved with these new comics uh, talking about how they wanted to take all the best stuff from from the movies, from the video games, from the animated series, from the comics, and, like, distill it and just take all the good stuff. Kind of like the Marvel movies where, like, they're just cherry-picking the stuff from the movies and and then modernizing it. That's what they're doing with this comic, and I'm enjoying it so much. Like, this is becoming my, go, like, my definitive version of the Turtles, where the movie, the 1990 movie, was that for me before. Okay. Um, it's, uh, it's really good. I, I highly recommend it um, to, uh, I mean. the How uh, hot is April O'Neill? Oh, and that's the thing, too. I wanted to bring up. <laughs> well, that's kind of. a legitimate
2: be, question, friends. No, no,
1: no, no. This, this might be a little prob- problematic because uh, some of the differences uh, that I, I kind of wrote down um, from some of the uh, other iterations is that uh, Casey Jones and April O'Neil are like in their late teens. So they're like oh. 17-ish or something it's like that. So heck. super hot. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so even hotter. No, no. <laughs> my God, we're getting out the van um, again. You know, um, I, 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 I like, like for example, um, uh, Casey Jones and Raph are very close in the comic. And they don't just like have one scene and then move on with that. Like That keeps coming up. Mm. Like the themes that they have, the, uh, the father and son stuff with Splinter and uh, the Turtles the brotherly stuff like little interactions were like where I'm at now Donnie and Leo had a, like a kind of disagreement a couple issues ago and then like something happened to kind of reaffirm Leo's uh take on it and then Donnie stops Leo and go hey sorry you were right and like little character moments like that are really um are really nice and uh well here here are some of the uh differences from some of the other iterations of the, uh, so there's the reincarnation bit, like where um, Splinter and the turtles are reincarnated uh, from um, uh, their versions in feudal Japan that like Ham- Hamato Yoshi, I think is the Splinter's real name. Like uh, he was a, he was a part of the foot clan back in feudal Japan and then him and Splinter had, not Splinter, but Shredder, uh Urukusaki. He wasn't the Shredder then. Um had a Falling Out and then Which uh,
2: one became Sub Zero? <laughs>
1: yeah, Rukusaki, yeah. <laughs> uh I love that name, by the way. I the I uh, love that name. Yeah, for some reason, same yeah. same here growing up. I was like, oh, that's just a cool name. Uh, but yeah, he has very uh, sub-zero kind of qualities. Every yeah. time
2: you talk about this, that's all my brain thinks about is Mortal Kombat. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. Mortal Kombat. Um, so uh, in Feudal Japan, uh, they have a falling out. Um, the uh, Splinter and the Foot Clan come after Hamato Yoshi and then like kills his wife and then uh, comes after the kids. But then somehow Hamato Yoshi, esca- Splinter, escapes his human version, escapes with the kids and then they're all in hiding even further but then still the Foot Clan shows up murders the four kids in front of Hamato Yoshi and then right before they kill Hamato Yoshi he says you know when we meet again I'm going to take you out and then fast forward to modern day New York and the science stuff kind of kicks in with uh, Baxter Baxter Stockman Mm -hmm. um, is like trying to make mutant um, soldiers for Krang, Uh, and uh, somehow the spirits of Hamato Yoshi and his four uh, children are reincarnated into these animals that get mutated, and it goes from there. So that's one of the differences that they've added to this version of it, which I think is great. Um, so this also, like I said, takes place in modern day New York. So um, that's a little different from the uh, past iterations. It's not like set in the 80s or 90s. Uh, let's see. Um, April isn't part of like some news uh, organization. She's only 17 or 18 and she's uh, an intern at a lab that Baxter Stockman um, is running. She names the turtles with like, you know, with the names of Renaissance uh, yeah. painters or whatnot.
3: I think she does that in Michael Bay's. Does she? Too, okay, I yes.
1: That yeah. is, so they probably pulled that from there because, like yeah. I said, they're picking and choosing stuff and then applying it here to make kind of their... Does
3: Baxter get mutated in this one? N-
1: not so far. The uh, the, Mausers, the, only... the Mausers have showed up. Though. Oh, the Mousers, yeah. yeah. And yeah, they're yeah. pretty uh, formidable. Like, they make them very scary. Okay. And then also, since you've got Krang kind of... Uh, doing some backdoor deals with, uh, backdoor Stockman for them, for Stockman to create mutant, um, soldiers for him. Other mutants are created as well. And then the foot, the modern day foot clan is also trying to like have some mutant soldiers in their ranks. And I think that's where eventually, um, Bebop and Rocksteady will show up. Okay. I was going to ask line. you if we have yeah, seen any I signature seen mutants yet. Not, not those yet, but they've added new, uh, mutant characters that feel like they they're i've looked it up they're they're new to the series but they feel like they fit perfectly into the whole thing They're kind of
3: derivative of what we've seen before from
1: yeah like they just fit in perfectly like you could see an action figure in this in the toy line along with the turtles like they fit into that kind of mold of what they've set up before um really really stoked for it i um i'm subscribing to comiXology which is the um um, digital comic book app and uh, if I do like a $5 5.99 subscription then like half their library in there you can borrow stuff and so far I've been able to borrow every issue and I have started at the beginning and they have like the main series that goes one two three up up to, to whatever the current issue is but they also have little side stories like where they like we're going to focus on Michelangelo's story. And just, this is just a wrap on a, on an adventure with Casey Jones. And, and so they do that. Um, if any of the listeners are interested, I'll put a link into the, uh, podcast description here for this episode with a link to the chronology, like which issues you should read first. So that way you can get, you don't get lost kind of with the storyline and stuff like that. But, uh, I put it, put that in there in the uh, show notes. But, um, I'm enjoying the shit out of this. I'm so glad I went back to. I'm, I'm so glad I went back, and I'm so glad there's a decades worth of stories to just like burn right through. Um, but but yeah,
3: this nice. Cool. I should mention that since we we're talking <laughs> about turtles and Ian brought out the brought up. No, he didn't bring it out. He brought up the <laughs> old arcade game. Mm-hmm. There's a new game coming out for. I know it's coming out for the Switch. I don't know what else it's coming out for, but it's called Shredder's Revenge. Um, I last time I checked, it did not have a drop date yet, but it is being done in the same style of gaming as that classic Teenage Ninja Turtles arcade game. What it looks like fun. Game? Shredder's Revenge, I think, is what it's called. Hmm. Hmm. But it looks fun. I plan on
0: getting it.
2: Ian's like, "Fuck yes!" <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's. I
0: mean, I don't have a Switch, but that uh, sounds, um, sounds awesome.
1: One other comic I wanted to bring up, and this will be super quick. Uh, and I don't know because Matt you brilliantly are going through the image catalog because all the uh, number one issues are free. Um, I'm not sure if this one is, it, this is an issue number one. I don't know if it's free on the image website, but it's called Hedra H E D R A. It's by uh, artist writer, Jesse Lonergan. I've heard of him before um, on, uh, on hideous energy or one of these other comic book podcasts, um, kind of an indie creator. And uh, this, uh, let's see, Hedra, it says it follows the adventure of an astronaut um, searching for new life after a nuclear apocalypse. It's an experimental, wordless, 48-page, full-color science fiction adventure comic. So it's, there aren't any words in it. So it's just like, it's a story visually, but um, it's very striking, the artwork and the way he breaks down the page to quadrants and then uses that. Uh, for storytelling, I'll, I'll pass this over to Matt. and oh, you can I look see it through. It. Yeah. yeah. You can, like, oh, or even Jason can, like, Oh, scan. is this the actual yeah, issue? Yeah. You can yeah, scroll the next to the pages. But isn't that interesting, the artwork, how the, he breaks it down? Um, it's very experimental, and I read it this morning, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, you I, read it? Yeah, right, <laughs> I, right. I
2: looked at it. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, really enjoyed it. It's uh, very interesting. Um, so that's Hedra and it's by image comics and, um, uh, it's cool when they experiment with like pan, like, so he breaks it down to like a bunch of like, it looks like 30 or 40 different little quadrants. Um, not every page is that way, but a lot of the pages are that way. Very, very experimental
2: panel. Um, um, it's almost like a, um, like a, what do I want to say? Like modern art, yes. art deco, like, yes. um. Coffee table book yes. of just like art. A panel. But it has in, yeah. a, a plot line that goes Yeah, it. exactly. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's Hedra. And then one
1: other one, um, Matt, since you've brought up East of West before, I got a little poster of East of West behind me that's signed by the uh, artist. Um, that writer for East of West is uh, Jonathan Hickman. Mm-hmm. And speaking of time travel, um, he has a three issue miniseries that came out around like 2010 called The Red Wing. And it's um, Jonathan Hickman, who, um, like I said, he did East of West. He did Manhattan Projects that I talked about on the, on the podcast before.
2: Um, Have you seen Decorum?
1: That's another Don. You
2: should read the first issue of yeah. that.
1: That one's really cool. Well, what are you, His style of writing, tell me what you, like your first impression. I, so
2: I've only read the first issue of East of West and yeah. Decorum. Yeah. And I'm going to read both of them because yeah. I liked that. But I don't know if I know enough to, like, okay. to yeah. say a lot.
1: He, it's really heady. It's really uh, 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 I don't know
2: high concept. Um, Decorum is definitely like really high concept. Yeah,
1: um, this one is uh, the Red Wing. It's only three issue. Uh, sorry, it's a four issue miniseries, so you don't have to like. It's a, it keeps going on forever. It's by Image. I would uh, sample the first issue if it's free on Image, um, but it's 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 time traveling uh, fighter pilots is the the high con the, the elevator pitch for that one. So I I hope it doesn't piss you off the time travel on that one. Cause I yeah. thought it was, I thought it was very interesting. He like, he's writing a narrative, like a, like a plot narrative. And then at some point it just like the narrative stops and he starts to break down the mechanics of his like time travel, like mm-hmm. uh, stuff. And then, then it goes back to the story. Like it's stuff like that. He'll have diagrams and shit. Cause Jonathan Hickman, the writer, it's also a graphic that's Like, it has got a degree from some university for graphic design as uh, well. That
2: makes a lot of sense. Yeah, his
1: stuff has that quality too. Where like suddenly there's a page with like yeah a bunch of graphs and shit.
2: Well, Yeah, that's what I really liked about when I read the first issue of Decorum is um, there's like entire pages that aren't the story but world building. Yeah, and but it's laid out in this beautiful graphic design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like here's the planet, whatever, and here's like. The factors of this planet and it's right. it's always like just super cool way yeah. to, way to do world building yeah yeah
1: he's he's uh he's out there uh, I, I i had him sign some of my comics jonathan hickman he was at first uh, I was a little intimidated because he he's a really smart dude uh have him sign my comics he signed one of them i think one of my east of west and i forget what else he's i think he signed the uh one of my issues of red wing and uh he i was like oh Thanks so much. You've got the best books uh, on the shelves right now. And he's like, mm-hmm. And then, and then I, I was about to leave it, And then I go, oh, congrats on all your success. And then he was like, oh, thank you. Like, he lit up. So it's funny how creators will just like the
2: – You got to say it, the right word. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, you know, they've heard it all. So if you come up to them with something
2: kind – That of, they don't hear all yeah, the time. Yeah, so um, – They're like, oh, yeah, my books are great. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so he was pretty cool. Uh, But yeah, uh, any of his books. He's done fantastic. He has a celebrated run on Fantastic Four that went on for like years. In the late, in like maybe in the last, uh, like in the 2010s, somewhere in there. Um, He's doing an like the, he's doing all the X books right now. Jonathan Hickman is right now, and people are going gaga for that. Um, Gaga for Goggins. No. For, goo goo for uh, gang. Goo goo. Okay, there you go. All right, so we'll I have start. one last yeah, shout let's out. Do it. I haven't
2: read so I'll bring it back if when I do, but mm-hmm. uh, there's discussion to be had about it. So NK Jemisin is a author of like uh, novels. Uh she wrote this trilogy called The Broken Earth Trilogy, which I think Ian would like. It's kind of a fantasy deal, but she won the Hugo Award for that, which is like the yeah. Oscars of sci-fi. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And then she's written a bunch of other stuff, gotten all kinds of awards. Well, she has a Green Lantern series called Far Sector. Yes, yeah. Which has also won a ton of awards. I've heard, yep. And I've said in the past I don't really dig the superhero stuff, mm-hmm. but this is very sci-fi heavy, and I really like the author N.K. Mm-hmm. Jemisin, so I'm going to check that nice. out next, too. Cool, cool. Um, okay. Yeah, you can, if you go,
1: if you just, like, put the... Uh pedal to the metal with the sci-fi stuff with the Green Green Lantern character Mm -hmm. or even the Fantastic Four that's when people are like oh it's so like Fantastic Four so lame like if you do just the superhero version of it then yeah I think so but if you just kind of put that aside or or keep it an aspect of the superhero thing there in the story but just go full-on sci-fi with it I think you can make really good interesting stories like Green Lantern we want less that Ryan Reynolds movie and more like a Space cop procedural, but with like big sci-fi elements to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, what was the name of that? Uh? Far
2: Sector. Oh, yeah, the comic Yeah, thing. that won a bunch of Great awards, Mantis and, and it's her first time moving from books, books to novels comics, to comics, yeah, prose to... Cool, cool, cool. Um, uh, anything else
1: before we wrap up the show? No? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I have... Uh, since this was a podcast, I'm sorry, a podcast heavy. Since this was a comic book heavy podcast, um, I wanted to make recommendations, uh, and I'll just go through them real quick. Uh, podcast recommendations uh, that are focused on comic books. I fanboy. I've been listening to forever. They do a weekly uh, episode where they have a pick of the week, so they read a bunch of shit, and then one of the, the hosts pick what they thought was the pick of the week uh 11 o'clock comics which um brent from let's talk about stuff also um him and i are patron patrons to that uh podcast been listening to them forever they're a little bit older than i am so um they have more of a knowledge base of comics before i got into them another uh podcast out of new york by three guys that are like improv uh, comedians but they're also big comic mm-hmm. book guys. Uh, comic Book Club is the name of that podcast. So there's three podcast recommendations focusing on comics if you guys are interested uh, to figuring out what cool books are out there, what books from the past are worth going back to checking out. But yeah, just wanted to... That's iFanboy, 11 O'Clock Comics Podcast, and Comic Book Club Podcast.
3: All right. Sweet titties, said the kitties. hmm
2: They did? Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I mean, cats don't usually talk, but if they did they probably say sweet titties
1: <laughs> all right so uh, speaking of sweet titties uh, Jason and Matt tell everyone else where they are tell everyone where else they can find you
3: oh guys. yeah on the podcast uh, listen to possible where we have the sweetest tits uh, especially <laughs> JJs they oh. they'll give you cavities I mean it's, so just, it's terrible um, uh, we talked about video games one of our, our episode that's out right now and there'll probably be another one by the time this one comes out but uh, we talk about the OG Donkey Kong game. So check that out, and uh, its history, it's got a unique history, uh, how it was developed and how it was developed originally as a Popeye game, and then we talk about the lawsuit that Universal filed against them, and how badly that went for Universal. So that was a lot of fun, plus uh, Matt talks a little bit in depth about how many hands... Uh, population statistic wise, probably have had dicks in them at any point. Um, <laughs> wow! And then
1: uh, you know, lots of other stuff. Uh, <laughs> He's got a graph and yeah, uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Bo- booth versus table sitting at a restaurant it was it's full of all kinds of random bullshit. So awesome. check it out. And then uh, the episode that'll be out next, we'll we'll have we'll talk about why Mexico City's sinking and uh, all kinds of other weird town related stuff, including a coal mine that's been burning underneath the town for like fifty years. Hmm. And uh, how uh, that got started? Well, Matt's theory of how that got started involves mm. uh, hillbillies, thermite, and a trash fire. So,
2: <laughs> oh, it's true. Yes, it's all true. <laughs>
3: yeah, it sounds like I'm making this up, but this is all in the podcast. We haven't episode. even talked about the clowns yet. No.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Exciting. So, anyway, all right. So uh, let's see. Uh, you can find all things Mind grenade at mindgrenadestudios.com. I've just posted some new artwork on there. Some turtle stuff uh, posting to today. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. This has been Hector for Ian, Matt, Jason, and a time-traveling Jeremy Renner saying so long, and we'll talk to you soon. I've got the Dungeon Master's Guide. I've got a 12-sided die. I've got Kitty Pride and